Okay, Bruchamabam, welcome everyone, Shamalechem. We're continuing our Shuram on Sefer Bereshis. Shuram on Sefer Bereshis are dedicated by our dear friend, Dr. Zakam, Umishpachta, Lila Nishmas, Rav Shamaliyaz ben Rav Yaakov Zakam, and Lila Nishmas, Dr. Zakam's mother, Rivka Bas Tuvya Halevi. They should be with Melissa Yisharm for their whole family. This week's share is dedicated anonymously for a Shmira Bracha Hatzlacha from a listener in Germany. Shem should watch over all of Klal Yisrael. Okay, so now if you don't have yet your Sefer on Hanukkah, you can get it here. Artscroll.com or better bookstores near you. Okay, this week, Wednesday night is Monday night. We're going to go back to last week's Parsha and then circle our way to this week's Parsha to uncover a very important dimension of the personality that's on everybody's mind, namely Yishmael. The Torah tells us that HaKadosh Baruch was vacillating about a certain prophecy that he wanted to tell Avram Avinu. Should I tell him? Should I not tell him? Should I say something? Should I not say something? And Hashem says, how could I hide it from him? Can I hide from Avraham what I'm going to do? I love him. Why do I love Avraham? Because he will command his sons and his children after him and his household. And they will guard the path of Hashem. To do righteousness and justice Laman Havi Hashem Al Avraham so that God could bring on Avraham love. In other words, the Rebbe Shalom says, of course I have to tell Avraham because I love him. Now if I were to ask you, no, why does Hashem love Avraham? What, what is it about Avraham that Hashem loves? I guarantee you every single person would come up with ten reasons and the reason the Torah gives would not have been on the list. Say, Hashem loves Avraham because he jumped into the fire for him. Because he went around the world teaching the world about one God. Because he was the greatest Baal Chesed who ever lived. Because he was Makarev Rechoikim. No! You know why I love Avraham? Because he's Mechanech his children. That's what the Pasuk says. It doesn't say that I love him because he's the first guy to davening. I don't, not because he learns more Torah than anyone. Because he davens better. He does more Chesed. He does more mitzvahs. God says, the reason I love him is because he's mechanech his children. It's a chidosh nifla. Why does Hashem love Avraham? Because he teaches his children. Does anybody know? Does it say anywhere in the Chumash, the mitzvah of Chinuch? No. Does it say anywhere in the Torah, teach your children the mitzvahs? No. All it says is, learn Torah with your children. But the mitzvah of Chinuch does not appear in the Chumash. Is a woman chayiv in Chinuch? According to many Rishonim, technically not. Or is a woman chayiv to learn Torah with her children? According, no. The Gemara Nazar says, a father is obligated to mechanech his son and a woman is not chayiv to mechanech her children. Why? Because it's parallel to Talmud Torah. It's a good idea, it's an important idea, but technically she's not obligated. Chinuch is on the father. 
Where in the Torah does it say a father has to be mechanic his children? Well, I don't know. Says the Meshachachma, the source of the mitzvah of Chinuch is this pasuk that Hashem loves Avraham because Avraham is mechanech his children. I, the Rambam, at the end of Hilchis Machalis Asuros, he ta- he says the mitzvah of Chinuch is learned from the pasuk Chanoich Lenar Alpi Darkoi. That's midivrei Kabbalah. Says the Meshachachma, Avol Ha'Iker Me Avraham. And accordingly, says Meshachachma, if the source of Chinuch is this, this Pasuk, it would come out, a father is obligated to Mechanech, his sons and his daughters. Because the Pasuk says, Ezbanov, Be'es Beisai, who's Beisai? Presumably it's one's daughters. Says the Meshachachma, this Pasuk is the clearest and the only reference to the Mitzvah of Chinuch in the whole Torah. Yeah, I would have thought so also, perhaps. But the Meshachachma seems to feel that it's going on the whole household, including his daughters. Bottom line is, we see two very interesting things. Number one, the Torah does not talk about the Mitzvah of Chinach. Number two, Hashem loves Avraham because he's Mechanech's children. Even though, if I would have asked you on the street, tell me the hundred most, um, the hundred accolades of Avraham Avinu, nobody would have even put this on the list. Yet, this is number one. You know what the greatness of Avraham is? You know why God loves him? Because he excels in the midst of Chinuch. So, it's interesting. What Chinuch did Avraham do? And who was he Mechanech? Do we find he was Mechanech's children? What's interesting is right before this, the Pasuk says, V'yel ha-baka rots Avraham. To the cattle Avraham went, ran. V'yikach ben Bakar, he took a young cow. Rach sofa, toy ben good. V'yitein el-hanar, he gave it to the lad. Says Rashi, el-hanar, ze Yishmael. L'chan choy ben He gave it to Yishmael, to be mechanechem. In mitzvois. Mitzvois. What, what are the mitzvahs? Is there even a mitzvah here? I always understood it to mean the mitzvah of Hachnas Hazorchem. But Rashi doesn't say L'chanchoi beha mitzvah. Rashi says L'chanchoi be mitzvahs. So what, what are the mitzvahs? The Gemara in Chulin says Yishma'elim do not eat meat unless it's shechted. Even if it dies on its own, they shecht it and then they eat it. That's a strange uh, practice. Why are they shechting a dead animal? But bottom line is, that's the custom of Yishma'ilam. In the Sefer, Bechagvei Hasela, of Rev Chagai Prashel, is that your Rebbe? <laughs> he says, in his opinion, he would say that the custom of Yishma'ilam, that they don't eat meat without shechting it, comes from the Chinuch of Avram Avinu. The Avram Avinu is Mechanech Yishmael to shecht meat. What else was Avram Mechanech Yishmael in? The Mitzvah of Achnas Asarchim. The truth is, until today, there are two Mitzvahs that Yishmaelim excel in. Besides Mila that Avram did to Yishmael. Shechita and Achnas Asarchim. 
What's amazing is you see the impact of Chinuch. Avram Avinu is Mechanech Yishmael. B'mitzvahs. L'chayra, the simple reading of Rashi is, there are two mitzvahs involved over here. One is the mitzvah of Shechita, and the other is the mitzvah of Achnasus Archim. And until today, despite all the other atrocities that they perpetrate, they can't rid themselves of the chinuch of Avraham Avinu. Pretty amazing and pretty powerful. The influence of Avraham Avinu. In fact, there's a, a sefer, Hashchita v'hashoichet. Also, he learns out that uh, the mitzvah, the two mitzvahs, that the fact that Yishma'ilam excel in Shechita today is also because of the influence of Avram Avinu. And it could be Avram Avinu did that in order to eradicate the Kayach HaCherev of Esav. So there's a, there's a humble work. It's called Penine Magid HaRakiah. And it brings the following observation. A very interesting observation. Why was Avram Avinu davka mechanech Yishmael and Chinuch in Shechita? Why wasn't he mechanechim in Bikr Chaylam? Why wasn't he mechanechim in um, Shabbos, in Erevin, in Shiluach Hakein? Why, of all things, Avram Avinu is mechanech Yishmael in Shechita? The Chayra is, it's, it's Pasha. The Gemara tells us, you know, like the, the Vilna Gaon famously says, that if somebody is born under a certain mazel, under Mars, let's say, the Gemara says, either he'll be a doctor, or a moyel, or a shoichet, or, um, or a bloodletter, or a robber. So, uh, meaning, if somebody has the a personality of bloodshed, they're not going to shed it. They're going to be shedding blood. So there's nothing you could do to change it. All you could do is harness it for the right things. Clearly, Yishmael was a bloodshedder. We saw, we see later. He's Mitzachek. Rashi says, Shvichas uh, Damim. So Avram Avinu probably saw the inherent character of Yishmael. And like the Gemara says, that somebody who has the character of bloodletting should be a Mayel or a butcher. So Avram Avinu was probably giving Yishmael a tailor-made chinuch. He didn't, he didn't train Yitzchak to be a shaykhet. He trained Yishmael to be a shaykhet. Because he saw Yishmael had the character trait of murder. So he wanted to harness it for a, uh, posit- in a positive way by teaching him to be a shaykhet. Now what's interesting is another observation. On the Pasuk when Avram says, Yukach na ma'at and bring a little bit of water, Rashi says, who was Avraham sending to get a little bit of water? Remember what Rashi says? Shliach, a messenger. Who's the messenger? Presumably it's not Yishmael, because by Yitein El Hanar, Rashi identifies as Yishmael. So when it says Yukach Ma'amayim, Rashi says a Shliach. That means it wasn't Yishmael. Why didn't Avraham send Yishmael to get the water? So this is a very interesting idea. This is uh, another possible theory, and that is. You know, the Zayra Kadr says that there are two forces. There's the force of fire and the force of, force of water. Esav came from the force of fire. Yishmael comes from the force of water. Water is the, water is the force of chesed, of Avram Avinu. Now, Avram Avinu 
had Midas HaChesed, but he was a Baal Chesed. He controlled this torrent of water. You see, Chesed uncontrolled is Gili Arayas. Like, like the Pasuk says, don't marry your sister, Chesed who? Marrying your sister is a Chesed? No, Chesed means unbridled kindness is promiscuity. So Yishmael was the force of water, but the Arizal calls it Mayim Achurim, Mayim Zeidoinim. It's like unbr- a torrent of unbridled water. That's why Yishmael in Tanakh, every time he's mentioned, he's always hanging out by the water. He's making people die of thirst. He doesn't have enough to drink. He's looking for water every single time. He's always by the water. You could take it to the bank. Whenever Yishmael is mentioned, he's always by the water. Why? Because he's the Midah of Chesed, but uncontrolled Chesed. Avram Avinu was afraid to send Yishmael to get the water. He had to keep him away from the water. Yishmael was too drawn after the water. So he sent someone else and he made sure, Yukachna me'at mayim. You know, you gotta, you gotta curtail it a little bit. You can't be so drawn after. Okay. Anyway, here's the subject that we're going to speak about tonight. Let's talk about the end of Yishmael. What happened in the end? So, the Pasuk says that when Avraham Avinu died at the end of this week's parasha, look at number 8. Yitzchak and Yishmael, his sons, buried him. El Ma'aras HaMachpelah in the cave of Machpelah. El Sedei Ephraim in the field of Ephraim ben Soichar Hachiti. Asher al Pnei Mamre. Who buried Avraham? Yitzchak and Yishmael. In that order. Who's older, Yishmael or Yitzchak? Yishmael's older. So why does it say Yitzchak and Yishmael? It should say Yishmael and then Yitzchak, yeah? So Rashi says, Mikan sha'asa Yishmael tshuva. From here we learn Yishmael did tshuva. And he let Yitzchak go first. And this is the Seva Toiva that Avram was promised he's going to die the Seva Toiva. Now this is very difficult. Yishmael was not a good guy until now. He was a murderer. He was an adulterer. So you're telling me here you have a murderer and an adulterer. And if you're walking into a room and he holds the door open for you, oh, he did shuva. That's the guy you need to watch out for. Anytime you see a guy open a, hold the door open for you, you've got to be very careful. What does he want from you? This is the riot he did shuva. In other words, Yishmael murdered people. He committed adultery. His character was questionable. Oh, but he held the door open for you. Oh, he's a good guy now. How do we know, how is it conclusive evidence that Yishmael did Shuvah? So the Neshachachma says something very beautiful. What was Yishmael's, what was his main sin? His main sin was he always claimed he is the only rightful heir of Avram Avinu. That Palestine belongs to him. That Israel belongs to him. So they say, yeah, but Yishmael, but Sarah had a kid. Sarah is the main wife. Sarah had a kid? Dad was married to her for 90 years. Nothing doing. All of a sudden she spends one night with Abimelech and she's pregnant. Oh yeah. So um, the kid is from from uh, Sarah. Huh. That's the biggest uh, joke in the world. My father was with this lady for 90 years. Nothing doing. She spends one night by Abimelech and she's pregnant the next day. May Abimelech nisabra Sarah. Who was the chief? Remember the late Sonei Hadar? 
who said Mayavimelch Nasabra Sarah? Who's the chief? Let's Yishmael. But the Meshachachma brings the Medrash that when the Malach came to Avram Avinu and he said, you know, Ka'is Chaya, you're going to have a kid. This Sarah Shoimas Pesach Ha'ayel. Sarah was listening at the open of the, at the entrance of the tent. Vehu Acharav. Rashi says, and the door was behind him. The Medrash says, no, Yishmael was behind him. Yishmael was there when the angel said, Yitzchak's going to be the main progeny. But Yishmael denied it. He said, no way. I'm the only rightful heir. Yitzchak is the beautiful son of the king of the Philistines. He's the son of Avimelech. So says the the fact that at the burial of Yitzchak, of Avraham, he let Yitzchak go first, means he repented this whole, this whole lie that may Avimelech nesabra Sarah, that he, that means he's allowing Yitzchak to consider himself the main heir of Avraham Avinu. That's how we know he did Shuvah. But it's very interesting. You know, if I would have asked you, knowing what you know about Yishmael, would you have thought he did tshuva? Esav didn't do tshuva. Haman didn't do tshuva. Nebuchadnezzar didn't do tshuva. The, the wicked guys in the Tanakh, they don't do tshuva. No, Yishmael did tshuva. Who else did tshuva? In the family of the patriarchs? Patriarchs? Avraham's father. It says, uh, Hashem tells Avram, don't worry, you're going to go and return to your forefathers in peace. Rashi says, forefathers? To your fathers in peace? Terach was an Oved Avedazara. Ah, oh, Terach did tshuva! Why are all these people doing tshuva? And if they did tshuva, then why, aren't, why don't we consider them good guys? I mean, is Terach a good guy? Do you ever think of Terach as a good guy? Nowadays, in our generation, about tshuva, oh, b'makoim shabale tshuva, imdim, ein sadikim gemurah michaylam lamayt. What? Yisrael was a ger, right? Okay, right, that's true. Like, in other words, Yisrael, we think he's a mamit, he has a parsha named after him. We go to his kever. But I don't think you ever, and do you know, do you know anyone who went to kever tarach? Even, I never went to kever tarach. Maybe next trip, tarach. Who? The Bali Kvarma Bali Chuva. Yishmael, does anybody go to Yishmael's kever? Do we even know where he's buried? No? What what exactly are Chazal trying to tell us that Yishmael did Chuva? Is that a compliment to him? Presumably it's a good thing. So why are Chazal pointing out that Yishmael did Chuva and Tarach did Chuva? Why do we need to know this? Of what value is it? Does it help them? Where, where does it place them in our, in our uh, evaluation of them? Let's come back to the original question. Why does Rebunisham love Avram Avinu? Because he's a tzaddik? No. Because he's a machnes No. Because he's a bal chesed? No. Because he's makar v'choykim? No, because he's mechanech his children. If I were to ask you, What's the difference between Avraham and Terach? After all, Terach did tshuva. B'makayim shabale tshuva oimdem ein tzadikim gemur mechayim lamet. Say the difference is a lifetime of the service of Hashem. What's the difference between Yishmael and Yitzchak? 
a lifetime of the service of Hashem. Yeah, but so what? At the end of the day, they're both at they're both they're both in the right place. They both believe in Hashem wholeheartedly. Yeah, well, Kayan, right? The first that that's the first year, right? On Barashas, that that Kayan went wrong because he he never received chinuch. He was just born and he popped out an adult. Yeah, but what what I'm asking is, isn't isn't it interesting? Maybe Hashem did, but of all people, it seems like God loved Abraham Avinu. I want to share with you an amazing album. In Parshas Lechacha, by the Bris Ben HaBesarim, Avram turns to Hashem. Look at number 14. Vayomer Avram, Adoi Shem Eloikim, Mati Tenli, what are you going to give me? Va'anoichi Hoylech Ariri, I am barren and childless. Frek the Malbum, what in the world is Avram asking? God, what are you going to give me? Avram doesn't believe Hashem. Hashem already promised Avram three times, you're going to have a kid. Vayoymer Hashem el Avram, lech lecha, v'yescha legoi gadol. Didn't Hashem already promise Avram that he's going to have a kid? And then Hashem said, l'zarachah atenas ha'aretz, v'samti ha'zarachah ka'af ha'aretz. The Rebun Hashem promised Avram three times he's going to have a kid. So what's Avram getting all emotional? God, what are you going to give me? I have no children. Relax. God only told you three times you're going to have a kid. Kasha the Malbam. Says the Malbim Chas Vasham, Avram did not doubt for a moment that he was going to have a child. But here's the thing. He looked in his astrological signs and he saw that according to the nature of the world, he can have a child. So, yes, Rebam Shem is going to miraculously give him a child. There's no question. But in order for Rebam Shem to miraculously give him a child, he's going to have to change his name. He's going to have to wait some time, the Malbim says. Till like all the stars realign. So probably Avram said, he'll give me a child like when I'm uh, 99 years old. I have one foot out the door. Or maybe even better yet, he'll give me a child after I'm dead. Maybe my child will be born when I'm not alive anymore. Avraham believed with every fiber in his being in the promise of Hashem that he would have children. But he thought... Because Alpi Teva, he couldn't have children, and the Ma'areches Hashemayim were antagonistic to his having a child. He would definitely have a child, but it would have to be naturally when he was so old, he would not be able to raise and be Mechanech the child. So he said, Rebunish Soilam, what are you going to give me? I'm childless. Yes, you'll give me a child, but by the time I have it, I can't continue and give over anything to him. So he's going to be just like Yishmael. That's what Avraham Avinu was afraid of. By the way, the Beis Halevi, in a footnote, in the end of Sefer Bereshith, on the Pasuk, Ashrei, look at number 16, Ashrei Ish, Yoreas Hashem, B'mitzvayis of Chafetz Ma'od, Gibar Ba'aretz Yiyah, Zaroi Dar Yisham Yivarach. Chazal say, Ashrei Ho'ish, fortunate is the man. Doesn't mean fortunate is a man and not a woman. No, fortunate is a man who prevails over his Yetzirah when he's young. Says the Beis Halevi. The Torah is telling us the importance of getting your act together when you still have ability and strength and vigor. 
and influence. Because the truth is that even if you recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu in your last moments, it's a full-fledged tshuva. And you will reach the highest echelons of Gan Eden. And you will have Olam Haba. But you know what you'll miss out on? You'll miss out on generations of God-fearing Jews. Because it's too late. It's too late in the game. What about your children? What about your grandchildren? If you wake up when you got nothing left in the tank, then you might have a nice chilek in Olam Abba, but you're going to have to deal with the repercussions of lack of chinuch on your children. That's what it means. Ashrei yish yireyas Hashem v'sozach Many people say, yeah, when I retire, when I become 99, when they put me out to pasture, that's when I'm going to get my act together. Better late than never. But there's going to be a problem. And that is what's going to be with your progeny, with your future generations. Amravinu believed Hashem wholeheartedly that he's going to have a child. But his question is, I'm going to be so old and frail and so useless at that time, I won't be able to influence them. There's a Sefer Shiraz Yehuda who says a very beautiful idea that if you cut to the chase and you want to know what's the difference between Avraham and Terach? Oh, Avraham was a big tzaddik. Yeah, Terach was also tzaddik. He also, at the end of the day, he was a big tzaddik. Avraham was a big machna soireach. Maybe Terach was also. Avraham was a big makarev. Maybe Terach was also. The difference is, Avram did it his whole life. So what? So what? When you get there, you get there. Who cares whether Avram did it his whole life or he didn't do it his whole life? The point is, you know why the Rebbein Shem loves Avraham? Because he was able to teach his children. That means he got his act together when he was still with all of his ability. That's the emphasis. That's the... The focus of the Torah, Ki Yadativ, I love Abraham because he, he is loyal to me. He is righteous. He is devoted. He is dedicated. When he's still the head of his family and he's able to influence his family. That's the difference between Abraham and Terach. When Chazal point out that Yishmael did Shuva, this is not necessarily a compliment to Yishmael. Here's the thing. Yishmael did tshuva, but look at all the nachas he gets today. Wow, I'm sure he's shepping a lot of nachas. So the point is, not that Yishmael did tshuva, but is that going to cut it? So it's a very a dramatic observation. When we say Yishmael did tshuva, what are we supposed to take from there? We're supposed to take from there that obviously doing tshuva when you're on your deathbed, it's not going to do the job. It might do the job for you, but for you as a, in terms of your mission in this world, you got to start. You got to start getting your act together sooner than that. The Shira Yehuda says, you know, the Gemara tells us about how there were people who were big rasham, people who. You know, they sinned their whole life. Yomar tells us stories with every harlot, 
And then in their last moments, they cried and they cried and they cried. A heavenly voice came out and said, Ah, yesh b'sha'achas. Right? This, the, the, the heavenly voice cried out, this person's going to Olam Haba. And Rebbe cried. Rebbe cried. That what? Yesh b'sha'achas. Why was Rebbe crying? What was Rebbe crying about? So simply we understand the Gemara. Rebbe was crying, look what somebody could accomplish in one moment. That in one moment a person could turn their whole life around. Or the way the Marsha understands it is if this, what you could, is if this is what you could accomplish in one moment, imagine if every moment of life was treated this way. If you could turn your life around in a, in a second, imagine if you took advantage of every moment of life. But the Shira Sihuda says, Rebbe was crying. Because it's very nice this person turned it around in the last moment. But how sad, how painful it is that it doesn't always make up for everything. Not, it doesn't fix everything. And the bottom line is, why does Rebun Shalom love Avram Avinu? Because he made sure that his values and his ideals, he was able to inculcate at a time that he was able to give it over to his generations. Are you supposed to divorce for, for a wife if you, if you can't have children? Is that, a, is that no, connected to anything we said? My next question is Abraham and Sarah. I mean, well, the Gemara says that if someone's married for 10 years, somebody said, the Gemara says if somebody's married for 10 years, they don't have children, then they get divorced. But then the Gemara says... They should, but but um, well, then he went to Eretz Yisrael, so the shot clock starts again, and then we once spoke about this topic, whether um, it doesn't really apply with Manazet, and that's why Avram Avinu after uh, afterwards he he uh, married Hagar. I want to share with you one, one further idea. Yes, how did Avram know that, he, I mean, that the importance of how did he know on his own? Where did he learn it from? Well, Avram Avinu uh, understood the whole Torah before it was given, right? So the same way he was able to be Mekayim, all the mitzvahs in the Torah, he was able, he understood the, the importance of Chinuch. No, but, uh, yeah, yeah, what's very interesting, um, what's very interesting is that of all the things that Avraham did, this is the this is what found favor in Hashem's eyes more than anything else. His, the, his dedication to give it over to his children. I want to share with you one final chasam cipher. If we look back in the pasuk, I love Avraham because he commands his children and his household after him, and he tells them keep the mitzvahs so that Hashem will bring on Avraham. Everything that he said he would. That's what he tells them. Keep the Torah so Hashem will bring on Avraham. You should say, so Hashem will bring on you everything that Hashem promises to do. Why that Hashem should bring on Avraham? Do you remember the famous Gemara? The Gemara tells us in Chagiga that two Amoram went to visit Rabbi Shua ben Hananya in Pekian. And uh, Rabbi Shua said, "No, what do they what do they teach today in the base medrash?" They said, "Rabbi, you're our Rabbi. You're asking us what they taught. Maybe you should teach us something." So Rabbi Shua said, "No, you went to the base medrash. 
So um, please tell me something. By the way, whose Shabbos was it this week? Meaning, which rabbi was giving Shir this week? Ram Gamliel or Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah? So they said it was Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah. So Rabbi Shul said, what did he say? So they said, Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah, Darshand, there's a mitzvah of Hakel, for the men to come, the women to come, and the children to come. The men come to learn. The women come to listen. Why do the children come? To bring schar, to give schar to those who bring the children. Says Rabbi Yeshua, such a diamond, and you weren't going to tell me? So by the way, the Meshachachma says, why was this such a diamond to Rabbi Yeshua? Do you remember what we say in Perkei Avos about Rabbi Yeshua? What did Rabbi Yochem and Zagi say about Rabbi Yeshua? He said, Rabbi Yeshua, Ashra Yoyladatai, fortunate is his mother. Rashi explains because Rabbi Shua's mother used to bring him into the base medrash when he was very, very young so his ears should hear the uh, sound of Torah. <clears throat> so Rabbi Shua understood that his whole greatness in learning, his development of learning, was because his mother brought him to the base medrash. So when he heard Rabbi Lezab and Azariah darshaning that why do the children come? to bring reward to those who bring them. In other words, when he heard the value of bringing children to learn, even if they don't quite understand, he realized that this was the whole source of his greatness. That his Torah, his Yerushalayim, came from his mother, from the Chinuch his mother uh, gave him. So he was very moved. I can't believe this diamond that uh, Rebbe Lezim Azariah taught you were going to take it away from me. What do we see from here? Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah emphasized the importance of Chinuch to bring even little children into the base Medrash who maybe don't have a comprehension of what's being taught, but just so that their eardrum should hear the words, that was the message of Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah. Says the Chassam Seifer, the Gemara continues that they said there is never a orphaned generation that Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah is part of. What does that mean there's never an orphan generation? Even an orphan whose fathers have died, it's like the fathers are alive. Why? Because through Rebbe Lezim and Azariah, the fathers would, would have made sure to teach their children. So even though the fathers are not alive, but through the influence of Rebbe Lezim and Azariah, the influence of the father is still in the kids, so it's like the father's alive. Meaning in the generation of Rebbe Lezim and Azariah, who he gave over to Klal Yisrael, the importance of bringing the children to hear the words of Torah, even if the father's not alive, it's not an orphan generation, because it's like the father's alive. Because even if the father is in the world of truth, but they will have made sure to give over to their children. And what's interesting is, the uh, Mechilta, in its account of the story, says that they went to Avram Avinu and they said, Avram Avinu, Ashrecha Avraham Avinu, She'elazer ben Azariah Yatsa Mechalatecha. You are fortunate to have a descendant like Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah. What's the connection between Avram Avinu and Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah? We're all descendants of Avram Avinu. Why, why don't we, you know, why don't we say, Avram, you're fortunate, Rabbi Akiva comes from you. Avram, you're fortunate that any Tana comes from you. The answer is, of all the good deeds of Avraham Avinu, of all the righteousness, of all of his chesed, 
But ultimately, the reason the Rivan Shem loved him is because of the extraordinary chinuch that he gave his children. And therefore, if he has a descendant like Reb Lezim and Azariah, so of all of the progenitors of Reb and Azariah, but if Reb and Azariah is teaching Klal Yisrael the, the, the importance of chinuch, that's most attributed to Avram Avinu, because that was what Avram Avinu excelled in more than anything else. And therefore, Chazal tell us, Ein kairin avais ela We only have three avais. Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. What about Terach? Terach did tshuva. You can't put him on the resume? He's not an av? No. He's not an av. Because he wasn't there for us at the time of his avhus. At the time of fatherhood, Terach was uh, MIA. He was missing in action. He went to Aisha Tarakir's seminar and he, he heard the, the codes and he was very moved and he did tshuva. I don't know. Who was Makari of him? He went to the Western Wall, someone tapped him on the shoulder. Because it says Abram, by the Brisbane of Saram, Hashem told Abram, "You're gonna you're gonna die in an old age, and you'll be gathered onto your fathers." So Rashi says, "Why would Abram want to go back to his fathers? His father is an idolater." So Raya that Tarach did tshuva. But the point is that to be an Av in Klal Yisrael, it's to follow in the ways of Avram Avinu, and Avram Avinu above and beyond all of his great accolades. Being the great Baal Chesed and Makarav Rechaikim. But ultimately, Kiyadativ, why does Rivan Shalom love him? Laman Asher Yitzave as Banov as Besai Acharav. But what's interesting is, we could just point out, that Pasuk in Vayera, that Hashem says, I love Avraham because of his Chinuch. What Chinuch do we ever see Avraham doing? The only Chinuch is what we see right before that Pasuk. It's almost like, you know what the greatest example and illustration of the power of Avram's Chinuch? That he was Mechanech Yishmael. And whatever he tried to put in the kid, imagine what Yishmael would have been had he not had Shechita. And until today, that Chinuch of Avram is still, is still apparent in Yishmael. Ultimately, um, I don't know if it was the greatest success story, but that, that's the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves Avraham Avinu. And uh, to follow and to continue in the ways of Avraham means to excel in this area. Here, Rabbi, say thank you for listening. Have a wonderful night. Was Avraham a Khanakhitzah? I mean he must have been. What he did